is madness! Madness. Good game radio. GG. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? 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 This is Jay Hoare with Good Game Radio. Uh, today we are talking about the NFL playoffs. Uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about um, the NFL regular season. Uh, but mainly we're just talking about the playoffs, the Super Bowl. That's really all anybody's here for. Um, the record number of toilet flushes during halftime. <laughs> Uh, and obviously, who's going to be in the Super Bowl? Um, I'm Jay Hor. I think I already said that. And I'm joined with uh, Brad freaking Nolan. What's up, guys? We're going to talk to you guys. We're going to go through the playoff bracket. Uh, we're going to tell you uh, kind of what we think about uh, the first round for everybody. And then we're going to make our predictions on who we think. Uh, is going to be in the Super Bowl, and who's ultimately going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, Brad has the information pulled up. I'm working on getting mine pulled up on the computer. Uh, if you'll take it away, Brad. All righty. Uh, first game of the wild card round is Bills and Texans on Saturday. Who you like, Johnny? Bills and Texans. Uh, I like Texans. Uh, Deshaun Watson is clutch. Uh, I've seen him make things happen. Uh, more than once. Uh, Texans also have J.J. Watt coming back on defense. Um, they have DeAndre Hopkins on offense. Uh, my my personal pick for that uh, round is the Texans. I just don't see the Bills doing it. Um, they have some issues at quarterback. LaShawn McCoy's being inconsistent. Um, I think he went to the Jets, though. I may be incorrect on the Bills. Yeah, he went to the Chiefs. There's uh, Devin Singletary's the new lead dog there. But I think I'm going to take Houston as well. Uh, they're at home. Deshaun Watson, I trust him more than Josh Allen at this point in their career. Roll Tide, uh, Deshaun <laughs> Watson. Roll Tide. <laughs> um, yeah, I think they'll get it done. I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be close. I say they win it. I'm going to go by field goal, uh, 23-20. 23-20. Uh, I'm going to do like – I'm going to say 21-13 Texans. All right. Next game on the docket is the Tennessee Titans travel to New England to take on the Patriots at 8-15 on Saturday. New England to take on the Patriots. Um – kind of hard for me I mean I, I don't feel that you can ever count out Tom Brady and Bill Belichick um, I'm not going to say that I'm a Patriots fan but if you've been alive for the last 15 years and you watched the NFL at all the Patriots have been a football dynasty so I don't feel that you can ever count them out but I don't think they're as good as they have been in the past. Uh, Derek Henry has the most rushing yards after contact in the NFL. Um, as long as Tennessee can limit the turnovers, I think Tennessee is ultimately going to win this game. 
I agree with you. I've been telling lots of people this week that I think the Titans are going to go go in there and end this uh, Belichick-Brady dynasty. I think it could be coming to an end because Brady's contract runs out at the end of this year. He could end up on another team. It's a possibility. Um, but I do think the Titans go in there and uh, just they're going to run the ball, dominate the ground game. Uh, if you remember back in 2018, the Titans and Patriots played. That was in Nashville, and the Titans blew them out. So, and uh, the head coach of the Titans, Mike Brable, used to be a player under Bill Belichick on his defense. So he knows the Patriot way just as good as anyone. So he probably knows their weaknesses, uh, what they're going to try to do in this game. I do like the Titans to get the upset. And I did just check uh, to make sure that I am up to date with all my information. Derrick Henry did lead the league in rushing yards uh, as well. Um, As as Brad said, uh, the Titans coach is a former player for Belichick. Um, And an interesting stat is any time that Belichick has played a team where it was either a former player or a former assistant, he has a worse record than against anybody else in the league. <laughs> yeah, I seen that. Um, it was like 15 and 13 against former players or assistants as a coach. And then, then the rest of the league, it was like 250 to 50 or something like that. So, uh, it yeah. makes sense. I, I mean, obviously, if you get a system and it works for you, and somebody goes through that system, you're basically giving them an inside picture of what you're going to do. Yeah. Yeah, that he knows. He's conditioned to know what they're going through this week in practice, and he knows what to expect. When Bill Belichick makes so, that weird face on the sidelines, he knows it's a QB scramble. <laughs> Tom Brady, 40 yards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm picking I'm picking Titans over the Patriots. Uh All right. Let's hey. uh we'll skip on the NFC games for this weekend. We'll just stick with the AFC since we're going all the way through to the Super Bowl. So let's round out our AFC here. So if we both have the Titans winning, that means the 6 seed would go to the 1 seed Baltimore. Uh that'll take place the following week. Uh, who do you like in that matchup? Do you uh, do you mind repeating that last section, Brad? Our audio cut a little bit. Uh, yeah, you got. We both had the Titans winning, so that means the six seed Titans would go to the Ravens, who are the one seed. That would be the following weekend. And who do you like? Titans in that game? versus Ravens. Ravens all mm-hmm. day. Uh, Jackson got to rest. I believe there's somebody else that rested besides Jackson. Uh, Ingram, but he was injured. I'm sure they rested a lot of starters last week. I didn't keep up with it really, but I'm sure they rested uh, most of them, if not all of them. Uh, I mean, for the most part of the regular season, the Ravens really didn't show any signs of weakness. Uh, even though – even though people are skeptical of Lamar Jackson, and I'm not going to lie, I'm a little skeptical of Lamar Jackson as well. Um, you can't deny that what he's done so far this season uh, has been phenomenal. Uh, with his regular season numbers and with the fact that he got extra rest uh, and a bye going into this, I'm picking the Ravens over the Titans all day. 
Yeah, I agree with you. I think the Ravens will win this game pretty easily. They are uh, they're clicking right now, and um, I just I think they'll just run all over the Titans as they've done most teams this year, and I think it's going to be a pretty easy win for them. Um, then that would leave us with the Texans going to the Chiefs. Who you got in that game? Um, I'm gonna have to say Chiefs. Um. Texans haven't really ever got close to the Super Bowl. They might have had one year where they got close to the Super Bowl. Um, the Texans just don't have a lot of postseason experience. Um, I mean, I do like Deshaun Watson, the quarterback. I always feel that he has the potential to do something. Uh, but the Chiefs just have a lot going for them. Uh, the Chiefs did really well last season. Um they're a solid team. I'm going with the Chiefs over the uh, Texans. Yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs as well. Uh, a thing that's hurt the Chiefs in the last couple of years has been their defense. But over the last half of the season this year, their defense has really improved. And uh, I think that's going to help them in the playoffs. And being at home, it's probably going to be cold that night uh, against Houston. Uh Houston's an indoor team, and I think traveling to the elements and having to deal with Patrick Mahomes and that offense is going to be tough on them. I think the Chiefs win that game easily. So that sets up the AFC Championship. Chiefs going to Baltimore. Who you got? I'm going to say Baltimore just because Lamar Jackson has the X factor. Um, He's the new version. He's the – the way the NFL is right now, he is the current version of what Michael Vick would have been if he had came in the NFL at this point. Um, I just feel that if the game's on the line, you need a 30-yard scramble, a 50-yard throw. Um, you need your quarterback to throw a block. I feel like Lamar Jackson's going to be your guy that's going to propel him over the hump. Um, I just don't see the Chiefs being able to – keep up blow for blow. I mean, it's going to be a great game. It's going to be a lot of offense. Um, But I think it's going to come down kind of like when the Ravens played the 49ers. It'll probably come down to a field goal at the end. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the Ravens win this game. Um, I think it'll be a close contest. Uh, Like you said, uh, could come down to a field goal. But uh, I think this is the Ravens' year to come out of the AFC. Uh, Typically, the one seed in the NFL playoffs typically goes to the Super Bowl due to the home field advantage and the rest. And uh, the Chiefs, as good as their defense has been, I think the Ravens are the team type of team that could expose that defense because it does have weaknesses. Um, And that's the team that I think could – uh, just embarrass them, possibly. They they had the number one rush offense in the NFL this year, over 200 yards a game. So I could see that being a problem for the Chiefs. Their run defense is worse than their pass defense. So I'm going with the Ravens. So that means the Ravens will be in the Super Bowl in Miami. So let's get to the NFC side of things. Uh, this Sunday at 1 o'clock, we got the Vikings going to the Saints. Give me Drew Brees, baby. Drew Brees. Um, That's it. <laughs> I mean, I I'm, I'm I'm hung up on Brees. I like Brees. Um, 
I feel like the Saints have a lot to offer uh, on offense. Um, you know, they have Michael Thomas. He uh, he led the league in receiving yardage. Um, he had he had over 300 yards above any other receiver in the league. Um, Drew Brees is into the Super Bowl. He won a Super Bowl. He's he's won a Super Bowl in a very dramatic fashion when a lot of stuff was going on uh, down in New Orleans. You know, they're having the issues with Katrina. Um, I'm picking the same. Yeah. I mean, I like the Vikings. I like Kirk Cousins. Um, I like – I got a feeling, feeling. Um, but Kirk Cousins has shown that he can be inconsistent. And uh, I believe – I don't know if it was the last game he played or the game before, but he had a lot of interceptions. Um, he just didn't have a good game. Um, even if Brees doesn't have an outstanding game, he plays it smart. He's a good game manager. Uh, I feel that the Saints are going to come out on top. Yeah, I think the uh, the Superdome is going to be too much for Kirk Cousins. I think he's going to shrink in that moment. That's a tough place to play in. And uh, I think the Saints get revenge from the Minneapolis miracle that took place two postseasons ago. And uh, they get a little bit of revenge on the Vikings. Uh, Another thing to watch, you said Michael Thomas is having a heck of a year. On the other side, who's going to be guarding him is probably Xavier Rhodes, who has had a horrible year, uh, uncharacteristic of him. And I think Thomas exposes him throughout the game. I think the Saints win it by at least two touchdowns. All right, the game I'm most excited about, the Seahawks take a trip to the link in Philadelphia to take on the Eagles at 4 o'clock on Sunday. Who you got? I feel that if you look at this game on paper, that the Seahawks should win hands down. That's what I I feel that the odds or the – the Caesar by the book odds would show that the Seahawks should win this. Uh, but the Eagles have shown all season that even with injury, adversity, inconsistency, they can still find a way to win. They can still find a way to come together. Uh, next man up mentality. Um, I, I feel that the Eagles, I really want to pick the Eagles for to win this game. Uh, I believe in what Carson Wentz can do in crunch time when he needs when he needs to put up numbers. He puts up numbers. Um, I, I feel that the Eagles are going to win this game. I feel that the Eagles are going to beat the Seahawks. Uh, I do feel that it's going to be a close game because Russell Wilson is a good quarterback. Um, but I, I feel that this is the Eagles' game to lose. Honestly, just with the the amount of people they've had come up the roster off the depth chart and just be able to contribute uh, right away. I feel that this is the Eagles game to win. You know, I've never been more proud of an Eagles team. I don't think in my life since I've been watching them play the way they've just one guy after another goes down. It's every single week somebody goes down and someone steps in and just does their job and does it better than the guy before them. It's insane. Um, but the link's going to be rocking. 
Sunday. It's going to be loud. The crowd's going to help them a bunch, uh, more than probably any of these home fields will. Maybe the Saints crowd is good, but the Eagles know, their fans know that the crowd has to be into this game for them to have a chance. And I think I'm I'm really not all that nervous about this game. Uh, I probably will be when the game t- uh, kicks off. But I have complete confidence in this crew. Wentz is playing at an MVP-type level right now, and he's breaking records every week. Um, I just think they find a way to get it done. I mean, they've been in playoff mode since four weeks ago. When they lost to Miami, they're like, all right, we can't lose again. So they've been in the playoffs basically since, what, week 13? They definitely so, – they've brought it all together. They've battened down the hatches, so to speak. They're definitely in the zone uh, playing like everything's on the line already. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely agree with you and When their back's against the wall, man, they play their best football, I swear. And I'm so glad Seattle's favored in this game because when the Eagles are the underdogs, that's when they play their best. And they're uh, one-and-a-half-point underdogs going into this one. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, This is perfect. This is what they need. Perfect storm. I think they get the job done. I think it's a great game. Russell Wilson versus Carson Wentz. Two similar teams. Seahawks have had to overcome a lot as well. A lot of injuries. Russell Wilson does a lot with little, just like Wentz. Um, This is going to be the most exciting game of the week, I feel like. I'm going with the Eagles to win by three. Uh, we All do right. have Zach Ertz coming back. Possible, he's questionable, but he's already he's been practicing this week. Um, so Zach Ertz could possibly come back for the Eagles, and obviously that's a big win for them. Um, and uh, Lane Johnson's questionable. If they could get him in there, that would be a big help. He's one of the best right tackles in the league. So. Uh, Having him would help tremendously. A, a good point of interest on the Seahawks. Uh, are their running backs still injured? Is Rashad Penny still out? Yeah, he was. He's out for the year. Chris Carson out for the year. Uh, Procise out for the year. So they they're down. Their running backs got hammered over the last part of the year, and also their best offensive lineman is out for the year as well. So they're dealing with their fair share of injuries. I can't can't. Knock them. Also lost their uh, first string tight end, Will Disley, early in earlier in the year, who was their number one target until he went out. So, so their number one running back right now is Marshawn Lynch, correct? Yep. I mean, I do like Lynch, but he's he's not what he used to be. No, and whoever they had at running back would be irrelevant because the Eagles' run defense is so good. Uh, is top five in the league this year, has been the last three seasons. So uh, whoever they had in there, it don't, it don't matter if it's Adrian Peterson in his prime, I think they stop them in the run game. What I'm worried about is Russell Wilson uh, getting out of the pocket and throwing all over the place. But uh, that would set up, if it played out like we said, Saints and Eagles advance, and that would send the Eagles, the four seed, to the one seed Niners in San Francisco next uh, the following weekend. Who you got, Eagles or Niners? You may not like me for this, but I guess I'm going to go with the Niners. Um, Boo. Yeah. I'm not even a 49ers fan, but 
<laughs> unfortunately, they've been solid all season. Um, they, they don't really have any weaknesses. They're just a pretty solid overall team. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo has been great after the big injury that he suffered. What was it last year, year before, something like that? Um, I didn't think personally that Garoppolo would get back to this level after the big injury, um, but he proved me wrong. Um, I, I feel that the 49ers have the best overall game. Um, I do feel that the Eagles have the the clutch factor and the ability to make things happen that you wouldn't expect, so I don't think you could ever count them out. Uh, but on paper, I think it's the 49ers going to win this one. And this is probably going to be our first difference on our playoff record. Well, uh, my mind tells me I should probably pick the Niners, but my heart says fly Eagles fly because, I mean, what else am I supposed to say, really? I mean, I can't be like, oh, the Eagles are going to lose to the Niners and their season comes to an end. I can't say that. I got to have faith in them boys. You got to support your team, I know. So – this might be an this might be a really biased pick, but I could see them going to San Francisco, a young team, the youngest team in the NFL, no playoff experience, with a team, the Eagles, who've had. Uh, I mean, they won a freaking Super Bowl two years ago. They have plenty of playoff experience, and they've done it with a backup quarterback. So, like, I don't count them out, and I think that would be a close game. And I could see the Eagles doing it. I could see Carson Wentz out playing Jimmy Garoppolo. I could. Yeah. And, and the, the Niners' strength on offense is their run game. The Eagles' strength is their run defense. So that cancels that. So it really comes down to the quarterback play. And I'll take Wentz over Garoppolo. So I'm talking up my Eagles here, uh, trying to make a case for them. And I'm going to take the Eagles. I mean, I mean, I'll give you credit. You definitely uh, you have a good argument going for you. Um, the 49ers – for the last two seasons have pretty much been able to put anyone in at running back and they produce. Uh, but like you said, the Eagles have a leading rush defense. Um, I don't see Garoppolo being able to create as much as Carson Wentz could create. Um, so I, yeah, I would, I would agree with your argument. You, you make a valid point. Here's another thing to keep in mind. This is the X factor. Uh, if they do indeed make it to that round of the playoffs, they will be getting back a big, big name in their receiving core by the name of Deshaun Jackson. He's expected to be back by that round if they do indeed make it that far. Something to keep in mind. If the field gets stretched with Deshaun Jackson, who knows what the heck Carson Wentz did. He I mean, he's out there. Miracle of metal all he's over using practice. Yeah, he's out there with practice squad guys now. So if he gets Jackson out there just to give him a little bit more room, him running deep downfield, I mean, who knows what happens? That's a whole new team. Then they won't know what to. No, no, nobody's going to know what the game plan for if Jackson comes back because he only played one week this year. What's the uh, something to keep in mind? Chances of Deshaun Jackson having a top play in two different decades. Mm, that could happen. Let's hope it does. Well, then we had the Saints advancing, and they would go to Green Bay to take on the Packers. Who you got? <sighs> Hard decision for me. Hard decision. Um, 
I don't know. I'm kind of indecisive here. Let's let you go first. I'm going to sit and stew on it for a second. Well, I, the Packers had a great year, don't get me wrong, but they have shown weaknesses. Um, their run defense is horrible. And the Saints' offensive line and their run game, I think, could give them trouble. And um, the only thing I could see helping the Packers is the home field advantage. It's going to be freaking cold that night uh, in Green Bay. I mean, it's always cold. And the Saints are an indoor team. That's the only thing I could see hurting them and helping the Packers. But in the end, I think the Saints get it done. I think that it would be a low-scoring game. And uh, the Saints – and. Uh, and sue their dominance on the ground, and they come out of there with a win. I'd say they win by about a field goal. So I'll go with the Saints. Yeah, I, I want to pick the Packers. I like Aaron Rodgers, but it's definitely been a couple seasons since the Packers were able to consistently put things together. Um, all it takes is one bad drive, and that Packers team seems to kind of unravel itself. Um, I guess I'm gonna to have to go with the Saints on that one. I don't really want to, but it's the it's the more stable, the smarter decision. I got a question for you. I don't even think I know this. Who is your NFL team? To be honest, I I don't really I don't really have teams anymore. Uh, NFL, NBA, double ATP. I was just curious. I, for some reason, I thought you were a Dallas fan at one point, but was that your dad? Yeah, my dad's Dallas. My dad is Dallas. My grandfather is the Redskins. Um, I used to pull for the Colts. I just don't really follow teams anymore, to be honest with you. Uh, it seems about every season somebody has some sort of drama on their team. And it just makes me despise either the team, the ownership, the personnel. Um, I just got to where I follow players now, to be honest. Yeah, that's about the way I am in the NBA. I just like, you know, LeBron and I like Zion whenever he gets on the court. I liked him at Duke. So that's me in the NBA as well. I used to like Virginia Tech and then the whole thing with Marcus Vick happened and I didn't like the way it was handled and – I don't know. I just got to where I got where teams started putting sour taste in my mouth, and it's like I just I can't support you every year if you're gonna do stupid stuff. Yeah, I get you. Well, that sets up the NFC Championship game for you would be Niners Saints, and it would be in San Francisco. So who are you taking? Uh, but but on that last subject, I will say out of the NFL teams, if I had to pick a stadium or a home team to support uh, one that I feel helps their team and embodies their team. Philadelphia Eagles, in my opinion, have the best home field advantage. Um, Oh, definitely. I agree. The city has (laughs) a lot of issues if you go out into the street. Um, Sorry, Philly. Um, But when they come into the stadium, bring it all together for one reason and they are very excited and very rowdy for that one reason, and that's to see the Eagles win. I've never seen a team in professional sports love their the fan base love their team like the Eagles, and I'm not just saying that because I'm an Eagles fan. I would say the same for Boston and the Red Sox, but the Eagles are so much more like 
like their life, their mood of their week depends on the Eagles. Like if they win, they're the happiest people in the world. If they lose, they'll kill you. So in in the area that we're located, we have just to name a few, we have UVA and Virginia Tech and we have UNC and we have Duke. And this whole area is divided uh, on what team they follow. And they don't come together for their respective team the way that Philly comes together for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, it's like going to Philadelphia and just walking around. Let me tell you what happened. I went to the Eagles-Cowboys game, right? The next day, I'm walking down the street. I walk by a cop. You know what he says to me? Out of my Eagles hoodie. Yo, we really effed him up last night. And he started laughing. And I'm like, I was like, yes, sir. And I was like, freaking cop on the street says we really effed him up last night. <laughs> I'm like, this is, it's just, it's just a football city. Philadelphia is a football city. The best football city in the world, if you ask me. And, and I, but, I say that even after what the Saints did for New Orleans. Yeah, I agree. Now, the Saints, they make a tough case, as well as Green Bay. I think they have a great fan base. Green Bay is uh, it's an amazing fan base as well. But something about the Eagles fans, man, they just – that's all they talk about. Like, the Phillies are there, the Sixers are there. They don't talk about them. They talk about the Eagles, nothing but the Eagles. But who you got? You got the, you got the Saints going to San Francisco. You got the Niners. You got the Saints. I'm going to say Saints, just – I got to say Saints. I got I got, to I got to roll the breeze train. Yeah. I Well, why my NFC Championship game is different from yours. I got the Eagles going to the Saints. Now, let me tell you, I was talking to people before the playoffs, and I was like, nowhere really scares me to go play except for one place, and that is New Orleans. We have trouble in New Orleans. We lost last year in the playoffs to New Orleans, although we were up 14 nothing at, at one point, and I think we would have won that game if Jeffrey didn't have that ball go through his hands. I think Nick Foles would have put together a drive and uh, we would have won because he was at like the 30-yard line when that happened, I believe, 35. So, And then uh, 2013, they lost to the Saints in the playoffs. Saints always give us trouble, man. And going to New Orleans is tough. And I fear that place. I really do. Uh, It's a loud environment. Great fan base. It's rowdy. This game was in Philly. I picked the Eagles for sure, I think, because, like we talked about, the fan base is the environment. But going to New Orleans, I see the Saints taking down the Eagles. Um, I hate to say that, but. That's the way I would see it happening. Um, Just that offense against our secondary, I think they would expose us. Um, We've thrown together some – we've had some good defensive weeks the last few weeks, but I don't think it would hold up against that offense. So, uh, that would set up – we both have Saints-Ravens in the Super Bowl down in Miami. So, who you got? Yeah, I got I got to take the Ravens, man. As much as I like Drew Brees, I, you just nobody has the X factor that the Ravens have this year. 
Uh, I mean, if, if Lamar Jackson gets hurt at some point before the Super Bowl, then I'm going to pick the Saints. But if Lamar Jackson stays healthy through the entire playoffs, I'm picking Ravens all day. Well, I got an interesting stat for you. Uh, we all know that Lamar Jackson's probably going to win MVP. And I th- believe it's the last seven MVPs that went to the Super Bowl have all lost. Last year it didn't happen because Mahomes lost in the AFC title game. But prior to that, it was seven in a row, I believe. MVPs go to the Super Bowl, they lose. So I'm going to go with that, the numbers. I'm going to go with Drew Brees and his experience. And I feel like the Saints have overcame so much the last two years. You know how they've been eliminated. The Minneapolis miracle two years ago and then last year that Rams controversial call. I think this year they get it done and they erase both of those uh, tragic ways to end the season. I mean, two of the worst ways you can. I'd be upset if I was a Saints fan. I mean, they had two Super Bowl-type teams, and they come up short due to pretty much fluke plays, if you ask me. Um, So I think the Saints would get it done. I think Drew Brees would get a second ring, and who knows, he might retire after that. Uh, as far as the play on the field, why I think the Saints would win, I think their defense could hold up against the Ravens' offense. Their front four is pretty solid. And I think uh, offensively the Saints could throw on the Ravens' secondary. It's decent. But I think Drew Brees could outplay Lamar Jackson in that moment. So I'm going to go with the Saints. So I, I guess this is our official decisions on this. I'm picking the uh... – the Ravens to win it all, Super Bowl, and uh, Brad has the uh, the Saints winning it all. And well, well, let me first say, I hope it's the Eagles. I'm picking the Saints with my brain, but my heart still says fly Eagles fly. So don't get it twisted, America. Uh, if the Eagles get to the Super Bowl now, I'm picking them all day. Hey, it's not out of the question. We can see. Wentz has done some crazy things this year. Uh, yeah, I guess if I had to pick uh, pick something from the heart, um, <laughs> I don't I don't even know if you could call this one from the heart. I, part of me kind of wants to see the Patriots win another one just because it makes everybody mad. What? Just because it makes everybody mad. Do what? You want to see the Patriots win another one? Are you crazy? I'm sick of seeing them in the Super Bowl. Tom Brady. <laughs> Better than him. I mean, I, um, I like Brady, but dang it, I'm tired of seeing him in the Super Bowl. It is, it is pretty old. Can you imagine how bad the ratings would be this year if they made it again? Um, <laughs> if I had to, though, if I had to pick two teams that I wanted personally, besides Brad's pick of the Eagles, my two teams that I would want to see win would either be the or the Saints. Yeah. Well, let me detour back to that uh, Patriots uh, crap. I, oh, the storylines. That's what it was. The Patriots, if they go to the Super Bowl, I want you to picture this. Two amazing storylines that could come out of that. All right, say the Patriots play the Niners. You have Jimmy Garoppolo going up against his old team, the guy that Bill Belichick wanted instead of Brady but had to trade him. Uh, that was a Robert Kraft decision. 
and that would be a matchup of teacher versus student. I think that would be very interesting. Also, another matchup, Patriot Saints have Drew Brees versus Tom Brady. What we were robbed of last year would be very interesting and would be an all-timer. But I hope the Patriots don't go because I'm tired of seeing them. <laughs> yeah, they uh, – I mean, you got to give them credit where credit's due, but they're definitely not – they don't come from a happy place in my soul when I see them win games. <laughs> the only the only player that I, I – I give Tom Brady credit for what Tom Brady does, and I give Belichick credit for what Belichick does. But the only player that I was ever being like excited for his career at the Patriots was Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. In recent memory, anyway. So, well, that's our Super Bowl predictions. Uh, do you have anything else? You said you want to talk about some stats and some uh, league leaders from this 2019 season. Um, I guess I, I have some parting thoughts. I guess you know the. Playoffs begin for uh, several teams, and then, you know, we have several teams that didn't make the cut. Um, I guess I'd like to talk about the teams, you know, that didn't quite make it or um, <laughs> sure as hell didn't make it. Um, How about them Cowboys? The Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, that's a good talking point. Um, very controversial team. Um, the Patriots and the Cowboys always bring a lot of debate. Anytime someone talks about them or brings them up, um, you're, they either love the person or you hate the person. Um, I feel I feel like the Cowboys have talent, and I feel like the Cowboys have had potential in the past to make a playoff run. Um, Jerry Jones just got rid of Jason Garrett, and I feel that that was part of the issue. And if they can replace the head coach with something that works in that system, I feel like they could do better. But I feel like maybe it was a personnel thing as a whole. Um, I feel like Jerry Jones might also be a negative part of that. And I'm not saying that Jerry Jones is a negative influence. He does good things and he carries his business well. But I feel maybe he has too much personal bias when making his decisions. Um, I feel like the Cowboys need a clean sweep as far as personnel goes. I feel like talent-wise, they have it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think so, too. Uh, I'm sad about Jason Garrett leaving Dallas. I was hoping he'd stay there forever. I'm not hating on Garrett. He's a good man. No, no, I'm on him there because he sucks. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm an Eagles fan. I want to see Dallas suffer as much as they'll they can. Probably hire, but uh, uh, what? Oh gosh, they'll probably hire Tony Romo's head coach. I'm I'm praying they don't get Urban Meyer or Josh McDaniels because if they get one of those two, they're going to be tough. Because Urban Meyer, you know what he's done in college and what he's done with quarterbacks, and then Josh McDaniels, offensive coordinator of the Patriots, is an offensive genius. So either one of those two make me really nervous. Uh, I hope they I hope they sign somebody that ain't worth a piss, and they suck. Uh, I don't know who it would be. They could hire Tony Romo but, for all his uh, postseason experience. Yeah, <laughs> but here's a stat about the Dallas that 
just baffles me for this year. They had the number one overall offense, and they had the number number nine defense, and they didn't make the playoffs. Like, how does that happen? I don't think it's ever happened, a team having number one offense and the top ten defense. Like, how do you not make the playoffs? Like, it's it's insane. I, I bet there's not another team that's done that. Um, and their point differential this year was plus 113, second highest ever to, for a team to not make the playoffs. Um and really all that comes down to is not scoring in the clutch and beating up on bad teams and just not having the right coach is what that's chopped up um, to. I did look at the record. I think it was nine games. It was somewhere around nine games um, that they lost by seven or fewer points. Um, so it was a bunch of close games that they just didn't win. Yeah. Yep, and then they beat up on the bad teams, put up crazy numbers. That's probably what it was chalked up to. But it's just insane to think about. Um, I guarantee you it's not happened before in the NFL. I might be wrong, but I remember the Saints used to have a number one offense, and they'd have, like, the last-ranked defense, and they'd still get in. (laughs) So, like, what the heck, Cowboys? I mean, that's the Cowboy way, though. Yeah, I mean – I think the – have the Cowboys made it in the postseason twice in like the past five years? Um, they made it – last year they won the division and then they lost to the Rams. And the year before that uh, – I see. mean, the Cowboys – year before that they didn't because the Eagles were the one seed. They won their division. But the year before that they were 13-3, and Dak's rookie year. And they lost to the Packers. They've definitely done better in the postseason than they have done in the past, but it's still not great. They only have two playoff wins in the last 25 years. The Eagles had three in the 2018 playoffs. <laughs> so, and then last year they had one too. So, uh, dang. That's that's pitiful if you're a Dallas fan. And you know, like like me and Brad said, we think it's more of a personnel issue than a talent issue. Um, Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper are in the free agency talk this offseason. Uh, Jerry Jones will probably try to keep both of them. So I wouldn't really worry about talent. But I would definitely – I'd be interested to see who you guys are going to get personnel-wise because that's going to make or break you next year. Yep, let's hope they they hire somebody that ain't worth a crap. Uh, I don't know who it'll be, but let's pray. Joe Paterno. Um, <laughs> He's dead, ain't he? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I would say, there you go. <laughs> I would say probably the biggest letdown of the season for me was the Browns. And that's kind of hard saying because the Browns – no, no offense, Browns fans. Uh, the Browns always suck. So me saying that they were the biggest letdown is surprising to myself. But going into the season, on paper, the Browns looked a lot better than what they played like. Yes, and a lot of people were on their hype train going into the year. Oh, we're going to the playoffs, Super Bowl. And I'm like, 
all these people that wouldn't even Browns fans was like, yeah, I like the Browns now because they got Odell. I'm like, they're they're not going to live up to the hype. They may win seven games, maybe six. They're not going to go to the playoffs. If they do, they might sneak in as a sixth seed. Um, but they were Baker Mayfield was horrible this year. Um, sophomore slump maybe, but they got to get a head coach, and no one wants to coach that team. It's just a horrible franchise. It's horribly run, and uh, I don't see them getting any big name coach to come there. Oh, they've had they've had a lot of head coaches in just like fifteen years. Yeah, they're, they're uh, they have no stability, and if you have no stability in the NFL, you're not going to do much. Uh, one thing I can say: most stable uh, front offices, head coach, quarterback league other than new england um they have a great gm great quarterback great coach uh so they're going to be around for a while and if you don't have two at least two of those three things you're in trouble so cleveland looks like they don't have any of those three things right now they, they have a good fan base um but that that's about the only thing that's going for them um, the Miami Dolphins. I don't see the Dolphins doing anything. I don't see the Dolphins doing anything for the next five seasons. Um, that's my personal opinion with how I feel that they run their team and with the talent they have. Uh, that being said, I like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, it makes me happy when I see him do good, and I think he is a Good quarterback. I think Fitzpatrick was better than Jameis Winston. Um, fight me about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, the thing about the Dolphins is they look like at the beginning of the year they were going to have the first overall pick and not win a game. And then toward the end, they really started playing hard. And that showed a lot of character out of that team. And I could see them improving – um, with their head coach they have. He seems like he was really, uh, really intent on not just tanking, and he wanted to show that they had some fight, and they did. They beat the Eagles, and they beat New England in New England last week and knocked them out of having a first-round bye. So, I mean, I mean that's pretty impressive, a uh, division rival, and knocked them out of having home field. And that's probably going to keep New England from winning another Super Bowl I this think, year. I think New England is zero for six on – it was either making it to the Super Bowl or winning a Super Bowl if they didn't get a first-round bye. So, it, uh, the Dolphins yeah. – if it doesn't happen, the Dolphins single-handedly killed the Patriots this season. Yeah, and then that's that's a that's a cultural win. That's like, I mean, I know they weren't good this year, but I mean, that's a notch in the belt for those guys to say they did that. Yeah, New England hasn't had went to the playoffs without a first round bye. I think since two thousand nine, they haven't played in the wild card round since two thousand nine. So this is going to be unfamiliar for them. They usually like to rest up because uh, they have a lot of older guys on that team especially Tom Brady. He's not going to get that week to rest and uh, dissect the film like usual. So there you go. It's a win for 2019. That was your big win. 
<laughs> You're the real MVP. <laughs> well, I believe that's about all I have. Do you have anything? Any I think I'm good. I'm just ready for these playoffs to get kicked off. I'm ready to watch the Eagles on Sunday night, see what they can do, see if they can keep this next man up rolling. So we have Ravens Saints in the Super Bowl. I think I picked Raven, you pick Saints. And then if we have to go with our heartstrings, uh, Nolan has the Eagles and I have the Saints. So there you have it for the cut and dry. There it is. And uh, as always, sir, it's a pleasure. Thank you guys for listening to Good Game Radio, and I hope you fellas have a good night. That's it. I'll see y'all later. Fly Eagles fly. Stay woke. Thank you for listening to Good Game Radio. For more information or to reach out to us, contact us at facebook.com slash podcast dot gg. Have a good day, everybody. America first, motherfucker. What does the fuck say? Ding, 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 